Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I'm your co-host Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And what we're going to be talking about today is fairness. Now, this is a topic that we got sent in from one of our listeners. Shout out to Hana. When it comes to fairness, what are some of the, some of the things that, that come to mind for you? Oh, man. Being a little kid or having my little kids say, it's not fair. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And how, like, I don't waste any time bursting their naive bubble of the idea of fairness. <laughs> I don't remember my parents being that harsh. At some point they were. But, yeah, like that whole thing being, like, completely false. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, man. Like, what, like, I know my parents tried to treat us as similarly as possible three siblings but i mean there's there's no way that parents can treat multiple kids exactly the same everyone's a set everyone's different right and everyone's seeing the world differently so how do you know what's fair to that you can't you can't cater to everyone equally in that way right well yeah and i would argue that it would be unfair if you treated everyone the same True. True. Because everyone's needs are different. Yeah. And I tell all my kids, like, I love you all the same, but I will treat you all differently based on who you're being. So I have no problem. Like I joke with you. I don't know if I've shared this with the listeners, but I always joke with my kids that we have weekly performance rankings. <laughs> and they ask who's my favorite. I'm like, just check the rankings. <laughs> it's all based on who you're being and your and what you're doing. And I do that to just share, like, look, like, in general, yeah, I love them all. But in that moment, you know, and I think there's that distinction of, like, you know, being a jerk or being mean and inherently being those things, right? Like, we all have the capability to be things that we're not momentarily and, like, trying to teach them that that's okay. But that doesn't mean you are those things permanently. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, the idea of fairness, like, I mean, you can't watch a sporting event and not see something quote unquote unfair mm -hmm. in a structure that's supposed to be fair, right? That right. The, the rules and the regulations is to keep things as quote unquote fair as possible. Uh, mm. And that doesn't happen. Right. Right. That's a, that's a really important point because Within a game with certain rules and parameters, clear, clearly defined rules and parameters, right? With even within a game like that, any kind of game, sports, board games, whatever, there's this gray area. There will be gray areas, situations where are where where it's arguable, right? But it's pretty simple, generally simple. But in a game of relationships or in a game of business, in a game of life, there are no clear 
rules, regulations, uh, even though that's what we put on ourselves yeah. with expectation. Huh? And then when people don't fall inside of those rules or regulations or whatever, they say it's not fair. Or we say it's not fair. Right. Trying to contain and uh, Simon Sinek, he, he refers to the, the infinite game mm -hmm. and a finite, finite game, right? Like, you got to understand what game you're playing first, first and foremost. No. And is it an infinite game or is it a finite game? Board games, sports, those are finite games. There's a clear beginning and an ending, but not with like business or relationships. There is no clear beginning and ending. It just, it's finite. And if you're not playing the game in the way it could most benefit you, then you're going to cause yourself a lot of uh, suffering from this unfairness context. Yeah, and, and I think there's got to be a distinction between fairness and rules slash ethical guidelines. Mm -hmm. Like society is built on rules and guidelines. Sports are based on rules and guidelines. And the idea in general is that folks have an equal playing field. Which is also subjective because we all have different starting points, right? We all start as babies, no doubt. But when we go home, that changes, right? Depending upon our parents' background, what they were taught, how they're going to teach us, financial means, right? There's different starting points, right? So it's already kind of flawed um, in that sense. But also, I think, to your point, if you have this fairness context, right, are you looking for what's fair and what's not fair, you're going to find that. Instead of simply looking at things as potential opportunities to still move forward, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't know. You drive down the car, you got your car washed, and the bird poops on your car. You could say, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. And maybe, like, sympathetically, someone's like, yeah, that kind of sucks. Like, of all the cars that bird could poop on, that weren't washed, mm -hmm. that bird pooped in your car. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like, are you going to get hung up on that? Some people would. Mm -hmm. Other people would probably laugh at that. Um, and then it's probably a bunch of different reactions. But you could look at fairness or unfairness, or you could actually not even entertain that mm -hmm. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't... I don't even understand, obviously at this age, as when I was a kid, if totally there was a fair and unfair. But as an adult, I don't understand why that even has a seat at the table. Mm. Yeah. Like, who cares? I mean, I hate to be like pretty mean about it, but like, who cares if it's fair or unfair? I, I get it, man. I get it. I'm with you. I mean, it might be a little harsh, but it's more like I would peel back the onion and say, hey, is it ethical? Right? Are we in an ethical situation here? So I think that's really what people mean. Is it fair or unfair? Like, do I have a fair shake at this thing? Mm -hmm. And if there's a way to remedy that, right? Like, um, 
I don't know, like if I was playing, if I was having my kids race and one kid was smaller, maybe I give him a two head, two second head start to make it quote unquote fair or more mm -hmm. fair. Mm -hmm. Maybe. But at the end of the day, like, what do you, like as an adult, would they want to win that race? Yeah. So I think that's what we're doing here. We're like coddling a lot of people in winning like participation trophies. Mm -hmm. Where again, assuming it's all within ethical guidelines and, and rules that are what we'll call them universal, mm -hmm. and those rules and those guidelines are like solid, as mm -hmm. in not slanted or misguided, mm -hmm. then you got to just figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe you don't need to be playing that game, or maybe you need to shift who you're being when you're playing that game, right? If if I lost every tennis match I ever played and didn't have any enjoyment, maybe I should go play another sport. Or maybe I should just play for fun. And that's cool. Like, I think we, there's, there's a like overcorrection of making things too easy or too accommodating when I think that also hinders the potential growth if we didn't. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people can take it as it's too, being too harsh, and I think it it can be very disempowering to go down that down that um you know that that whirlpool. It's too harsh. It's not fair. Um, victim, victim mode, right, right, as opposed to. These are this. This is the situation. Um, this is what I have ac access to as far as resources or whatever, and I want to do better. I want to be better, and I'm gonna use this to become better, but not in a vindictive way, right? Right. And chances are, with that mentality, you would actually get help and support if mm -hmm. you spoke that way. Right. Something silly like my youngest, who's six was losing to his older brother and sister in video games. And he was saying that it's not fair because they were winning. And I'm like, okay, well, consider they have a little more experience on this planet. They maybe know some things, maybe have some finer motor skills. I obviously like didn't use all that language with him. Um, but I'm like, would you really want to win if they let you win? He was like, yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah. thinks it's about the winning. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, buddy, I totally hear you. And I think that if you practice a little bit more or, you know, you just had some patience with yourself and you won that way, you might enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. And probably a little bit over his head at six years old. Right. But I'm a firm believer in like, I'm going to let my kids win some things. I'm not going to let them win in other things. I let them win all the time in air hockey, mm -hmm. all these things, because I want to boost their confidence. Mm -hmm. But I also want them to have the effort. That's way more important than winning or losing for me and their attitude towards it. And I feel like this fairness concept is an attitudinal mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
if we're just playing the victim and saying it's unfair. Now, again, if there's actions behind that, if that's a discussion point, we're not talking about that, right? But if we're just playing the victim and like lying down metaphorically and saying it's unfair, like we're like a little kid, that's limiting to the potential growth of like calling it what it is and then really figuring out of like, what do I need to do and who do I need to be to close that gap? Mm -hmm. Maybe it is legitimately unfair and there's some injustice there. Or maybe mm -hmm. you can be that person that changes that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in our history that have done that, right? This is legitimately unfair. Now, I would call that, I would peel back and call that unethical, right? Mm -hmm. Those are unethical situations. Mm -hmm. and those are biased rules and regulations that need to be changed. Mm -hmm. That's different than what we're talking about, right? Yeah. They actually became the change makers. Yeah. They just say it was unfair and like put their hands up. Yeah. I think those stories are like kind of like what the backbone of our country is all about. And, mm -hmm. and ideally the world, right? It's like, cool, this is what it was set up. At the time it was what it was. And then someone noticed something, a gap. And then they actually like, had to change themselves in order to like change those gaps mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instead of just like you said earlier playing the victim and saying it's unfair yeah man I, I and we talk about this a lot on this podcast about like taking full responsibility and just looking at yourself and like how can i change and when, when we when we think about fairness, where you know, like the 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 whole Israel Palestine war came to mind for me, like their contexts are completely opposite, but then they're they have this "I'm right, you're wrong" context, and this is fair, and you know, retaliation is fair or whatever, right? Or it's not fair, like all of that going on, but that's not going to resolve anything. Right. It's like they have to look to your point. They have to look at themselves and say, this is how it is. I don't like it. And I want to make make it better. Right. And that's that's they're trapped in that context too. better means destruction of the other side. Right. Um, but that's where I think to your point as well, it's not it's not just the I win, so that's what I'm going for. That's the little dopamine hit or the ego boost that I got. It's not about that. It's about like the humanity mm. as, a, as a human being, right? What What is fair from a human being's perspective, from a humanity's perspective, right? If there is any kind of fairness, if you're going to take, you know, play the fairness games, play it from humanity not from ego right and like i i think uh this might be very relatable to everyone um your thoughts on like house chores the separation of duties of of house chores between in, in a relationship what's fair and what's not how would you go about setting that up even are you talking like Husband and wife, kids. Yeah, husband and wife. Let's, let's just let's just stick with uh, husband and wife couples. Yeah. All right. So with like partners, couples, it has to be a conversation. Like, for example, if I see a dirty dish and like 
quote unquote dishes aren't my responsibility. I'm putting the dish. Like I saw it. I'm gonna put it out, right? 95% of the time, I take the trash out of my house. Um, Steph has taken the trash out. But we don't actually have a lot of like gender divided chores. I just I, like it's just what it is. Like I I clean the kitchen, Steph cleans the kitchen, we both put dishes away. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we kind of just whoever has the time to do it needs to do it. Um she probably does more of the cooking because I'm with clients. But it's not a you do the cooking. Cause I cook too. So it's kind of like we figure out what works for us. Like I'm a morning person. So I get the kids ready, as you know. I get the kids ready, I make them breakfast, all that jazz. Not because I'm the man or I'm the husband or whatever, like kind of like nonsense is that. It's just that works for us. We mm. we tried it. You know, when we were in LA, like the time difference and the schedules the kids were going to school are different than here in Charlotte. So Steph had to do a lot of that. And it just wasn't her jam. Like you could tell she wasn't enjoying it. It was challenging for her. And then that trickles to the kids. Mm-hmm. So ideally we start with what do you like to do? And when do you like to do it? Mm-hmm. And does, and does that ebb and flow naturally? Cool. Knock off some of them. There's going to be like a few that don't work. And it's like, cool. Like, what do you want to take on? And all of this is under Steph owning the household. Like she's the, oh, is it the owner of the household. Yeah. Like that's her role yeah. as one she wanted to choose. So at some point, probably multiple points, you had this conversation about creating some kind of like guidelines, but not like, not like hard, hard and fast rules of black and white. This is how it is. And this is what I do. This is what you do, but more of like loose guidelines of how we can make this all work more efficiently and better and with both of us happier. Yeah. And look for us, it just works when we can rely on our talents, like me paying bills and owning like money coming in, money coming out. Step doesn't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. That doesn't mean I don't partner with her in a lot of things, communicate with her, but she doesn't want to be doing the nitty gritty of that. I also don't want to be like waiting for house folks to come and like the plumber and the, you know, repair people and do inventory of like cleaning supplies like that for me it doesn't light me up i would do it and there's certain times where i will do that but like the ownership piece right we're all owning it together 100 100 but there's certain things where like i can go pay bills and she doesn't need to be there she can go get some cleaning supplies and i don't need to be there or be involved in that mm-hmm. that's the ownership piece mm-hmm. So for me and her, it works better based on our conversations of we can't always do those things together. It actually slows us down and it like causes more friction. And I think every couple is different that way. Right. Um, She's also like home a lot more with the kids. Mm -hmm. There's certain natural things that have been flow like that. Right. 
um, like she'll know a little bit more what's going on with the school calendar. Like, hey, it's spirit day at school. So she'll like send me a text reminder when I'm getting ready in the morning. I couldn't tell you where the spirit school calendar is at all. Like I have no idea. <laughs> but that's just not how I operate. But I follow directions really well. Um, yeah. So she knows like if there's ever any alterations with school, she tells me. Great. That works for her and it works for me. Because most of the time, there's nothing that changes. Um, especially with all the multiple businesses we own, we need to operate together, but also individually. Otherwise, we wouldn't get anything done. So within, within the general understanding, mutual understanding through communi communication, there's certain certain expectations that come along with it right naturally right yeah. and i think that's where the fairness piece starts to start to take shape right there's an expectation we talked about it there's an expectation now and now that didn't happen or that you didn't follow through or whatever i didn't follow through that's not fair or you get to do this and i get i, I that's not fair right like for for you guys, well, where does expectation? Um, how does it show up, or where where does it, you know, start to impact the the general guidelines for you guys? When there are unrealistic expectations, ah, uh, so or, or when we don't talk about the breakdown when we don't have. Ah, uh, there you go. So lack of communication or unre unrealistic expectations would mean that you guys didn't really take talk about it fully. Right. There are things we made up in our mind that we think that that person should assume to be true. Right. Or, and then, or the breakdown. Or the we breakdown. talked about it, but then there was a breakdown. Right. And usually like, it's not like one thing, like it would be multiple things and something I've noticed or she's noticed. Um, and then that resentment starts kicking in. And once that resentment for me kicks in, I got to say something. Uh -huh. And we have check-ins. We have check-in conversations like weekly where like we can kind of air, air grievances or compliments, things that went well, things that aren't going well. And things that are working, like, I don't know. Like if I was in charge of making the bed, it wouldn't work. I wouldn't do it. We'd have to talk about it because she'd probably be pissed. I wasn't doing it. And I would be like, eh. <laughs> like we had to figure out some things that worked and didn't work. Uh -huh. Cooking every night wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. Like I have clients sometimes through like dinner prep, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'll be there at dinner, but I want to still be able to prep and cook and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, certain things like that, right? So for stuff like doing a lot of morning stuff doesn't work. It's just not not up and ready to roll. She could do it if she had to. Mm -hmm. But why? Like, why would she need to? Mm -hmm. so I think the biggest thing is those unrealistic and undiscussed expectations. Oh. And then not communicating. Oh. Uh, and not communicating clearly. Sometimes we can talk mm -hmm. and communicating. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we don't, if that hasn't been received by the other person, even this with my kids, like I'm constantly like speaking slower and being more repetitive and being clear with them, they can be very literal. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you can be very sarcastic. And I can be very <laughs> So they, they catch on to it, but they can play that card. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. say it like that when I hear you. So I, I think, you know, knowing who you're talking to, knowing how they receive information, knowing how you like to send the information. And I think, again, this idea of fairness probably boils down more towards breakdowns and who we're being and, and how we're being, you know, with communication and connectedness. Um, and like how we are around circumstance. That's a, that's a very challenging pill to swallow for a lot of people with the, uh, that's fair. That's not fair. Right. Versus wrong. I want to win contexts, right? It's that ego is strong. It's strong in all of us. Like the force. No doubt. Star Wars. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I mean, again, it might be a little harsh, but I, I don't have a lot of, I guess, empathy. I got some sympathy. I don't have a lot of empathy for the fairness because to me, it's just an excuse. Uh, uh, like, yeah, you could be right. And then what? Uh-huh. Like you get a fairness badge, like you get to have like your own parade. Like, like when you still have to do what you need to do and be who you want to be. So while like, again, like if that helps someone and that's their process, great. Mm-hmm. Like, but like for my kids specifically, because again, this is like the age where they like harp on that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what do you need around the comment of it not being fair? Do you just need to be heard and understood and like mm-hmm. felt? Cool, I could do that. Mm-hmm. But not like then I'm not going to do anything or I'm going to like whine about it. It's like, well, how long? What mm-hmm. do you need? And then like, how, like okay, now what? Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's very short term, like that's not fair. Okay, let's make it fair for you now. Whether if that means like you're right and you won, okay, now what? Right, and the fairness thing is just a really cool opportunity, especially with kids and even adults. It's just to have like a conversation around it. Yeah, like okay, like someone's hogging something or not giving you a turn. Great, what did you do? Just complain about it or. You know, you just got sad. Like, okay, I get that. And let's have, like, can I help you have a conversation around it with this person? Like, if we all just did that, which we know with little kids, that's why I'm using the example. We know how simple it can be. Sometimes when we are adults, we forget that. Like, all technically, all we often really do is, is is have a conversation and have two parties that are willing. Mm-hmm. You know, you had two parties that are willing, which again, the ego and pride and stubbornness get in the way, which I totally hear and get. But then we have a responsibility to say how much we let we, we get to let it affect us. Mm-hmm. That's on us. Like we can't have can't force someone to have a conversation, but we can control how we let that unresolved issue affect us. Right. So right. in essence, we can be fair to ourselves. Right. Right. Exactly. You could 
that that saying you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink yeah and i've been guilty of this by the way so like all this like harshness and like bluntness like yeah and i've been guilty of all those things that i likewise man likewise. yeah so like <laughs> it, it only becomes i think more from the frustration i have at the older version like the younger version of me than anyone else and it's like man if i could go back and tell that guy something that could have helped months and years of you know transformation mm-hmm. so try to give that to the kids or people that i know or friends or clients to help support them now it's up to them how they want to use it mm-hmm. and obviously like i would be like kind and supportive in that delivery mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes you got to kick yourself in the butt you got to give someone else a kick in the butt you know mm-hmm. um yeah so again you know this idea of fairness right we've and I went around the bend a few different times. Someone listening to this and maybe struggling with this, or maybe not even realizing that they're coming from this place, what can they take on? Oh man, I I think we'll say time and time again, it goes back to the self. And when we're projecting out that something's unfair, we're we're really giving our power away to the outside. And that's disempowering for us individually. So to look, to keep that spotlight on ourselves and think, how can I, how can I improve? How can I grow? What do I need? Do I need to say something? You know, do I need to do something? And how, how, how do I say it? How do I do it? So it's not just like, I need to say something and set some kind of you know, standard or whatever, or set some kind of, um, uh, uh, boundary. It's, it's how, like, to your point, how do you say it? How are you being right? Um, so I think it's, it's easy and very common to just look outside and blame the other person or to say that that's the problem out there, but it's not. So just shine that spotlight back on yourself and reflect a little bit deeper and it takes time it takes like quiet time alone time to reflect on this type of stuff um but think like what is it that's bothering me and how can i improve what do i need to do or what do i need to say um just self-reflection really and not giving the power away to the outside i know it's kind of uh kind of a broad thing uh, but i think even from that giving yourself time, reflecting on yourself, not giving the power away to the outside world. That in itself is a, is a very powerful practice to take on. How about you, man? Yeah, I would just a simple practice of noticing uh, what's fair and what's unfair. And then like, what, what about that? has you say that? You know, there's going to be certain things that trigger that more than others for everybody, right? Based on our own experiences through the lenses we see things. And that would be the fun stuff there. Because then you start to notice patterns. Then you could kind of dig a little deeper. But just noticing fairness and unfairness and then peeling back just one layer of like, okay, what has you say that and feel what you feel there? And I think that would be a good starting point to kind of dive a little deeper nice love it man cool man 
So, well, where can all of our listeners find us, link up with us, uh, connect with us? Yeah, man, all all the places where you get your podcasts, jeffmillercoaching.com, social media. And again, like Tatsu said, this was a great suggested topic. We love them, keep them coming, and we appreciate all the, the love and the feedback that we've been giving so far. All right, man. Awesome episode. I'll catch you on the next one, man. Sounds good. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share, and we'll see you on the next one.